0: Thank <laughs> you. and welcome to episode 104 of middle of the road the podcast this week we are discussing the 2009 film in a flashback district 9 district 9 was the feature debut from neil blomkamp who has followed it up with elysium which i think was horrible terrible yeah and Chappie, which i had fun with you're terrible.
1: Did you like Elysium? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> When's the last time you watched Elysium? Have you Probably seen it since it, it, was it came out?
2: Theaters. No.
0: No. This came together. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture after uh, it had Peter Jackson. It was being sold. I think a lot of people maybe even thought Peter Jackson made this movie and one of those weird Peter Jackson presents kind of things. Neil Blomkamp was Peter Jackson's pick to direct the halo movie when he decided he didn't want to do it and i'm really i, I love district 9 but i was really bummed after watching district 9 that we didn't get a neil blomkamp 200 million dollar halo movie in 2000 the late 2000s but
1: yeah who doesn't want to watch a movie with the protagonist that doesn't speak
0: he talks you don't, you don't see his face
2: he's also did, did he always character. speak
1: I feel like he
0: has. Yeah, he talks to Cortano. I guess I just
1: assume very, very little. Mm -hmm. Who am I thinking of? Like a billion other franchises.
0: (laughs) Ben picked this movie, so we'll let him start us off if he still likes this movie and um, why he still likes this movie because he does.
1: (laughs) Does that mean that
2: you hate it now?
0: No, I don't. I still okay.
2: District 9, I remember seeing that in theaters and it just blew me away. The special effects were fantastic. And I think it was one of the first sci-fi movies that I got into that was, it wasn't for like the action spectacle, but it was for like the themes and messages and just the slower moments. And I think that's what makes District 9 such a fantastic movie.
0: Yeah, my, my, my letterbox review was, wasn't it nice when... We had to make up alien refugee stories to <laughs> tell a modern-day refugee's tale, and now it just happened.
2: Mm-hmm. Brutal. Sad. Charlotte Copley, This, I think this was his breakout role, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, was the I, first don't, movie. I don't think he was I anything saw in. Yeah, And it, like his performance is one of my all-time favorites in a movie. I, I love this character. I think the way he's written is perfect because he's not this perfect... Perfect human being, like a specimen of a man. He's like just he's a racist. Like regular Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's a shitty guy, but he's also like, deep, deep, deep down, he wants to do the right thing in a sense. And, um. I
0: think, I, I no, I kind of agree with Ben. I think, go on. I mean, there's going to be, that's going to be the most interesting thing to talk yeah. about is he his is character.
2: deeply flawed, uh, Vickis. deeply flawed human being slash, you know, prawn. Uh,. <laughs> I also think that the world building they do, like the, you know, set like this, it's such a weird idea that the aliens who show up aren't treated as like, you know, like benevolent, like powerful beings. They're just like immediately taken down to the lowest form, you know, and treated like garbage. Uh, I think the, and then the action itself is fantastic. Like whenever those weapons go off, I just have that reaction of oh damn yeah and, every
0: time a human being yeah, pops in this movie it is satisfying
2: yeah, it, yeah it's ridiculous um I think is it Christopher the other yeah uh, Christopher, Christopher Johnson. Johnson yeah Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Johnson yeah so I mean the dynamic between him and and um, Wickus is fantastic I it's it's almost like it's a real like a real prawn is standing there like how well copley interacts with this character who doesn't even exist i think the the body horror in this movie is like aside from the fly some of the most unsettling and just horrifying shit i've ever seen but not in like i forgot that that's what this
0: movie oh it's gross I i forgot that that's what that the, that was yeah, like the middle not, part of this movie was just a body not, horror movie.
2: Yeah, but it's not gross out. It's like it's disgusting, but it's not like oh, I need to throw up, gross. It's like I don't know when he point, starts to I peel re- his skin away on his abdomen at one point. It's like oh god, <laughs> it's hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. The the visual effects have definitely not aged well. Like it looks. Okay. I wouldn't
0: say that. Um, I I would say the close ups. Yeah, still look. It's a wide range. On the range.
1: Close ups are the, great. The, Group the, the, shots,
2: not necessarily great. Yeah. And, the big action the bigger the bigger stuff but if it's like right on a prawn face yes it looks fantastic mm-hmm. but for the most part it, it is a little wonky um it's definitely helped by doing like lower quality camera stuff for the yeah. documentary style and i i just want to point out that uh fantastic four bay second transformers paul ws anderson's resident evil movies all got sequels but district nine still has not and that Frustrates me to this very. And I don't think it needs a sequel. I want one, goddamn it! I need my District Ten.
0: <laughs> That'll just be very depressing.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it'd be it'd be awful, but <laughs> I'd want to see it. Like you know, I mean,
1: there's not a sequel because spoilers for the end of the movie. As soon as they leave the atmosphere, they're probably going to starve to death. <laughs> Dark.
0: Uh, the the family that yeah, Christopher.
1: They have no food on that ship.
0: Uh, they lasted a while. I don't know. You're probably right. <laughs> You're thinking too far ahead.
1: I'm being realistic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a, I lo- I was with Ben. I loved this movie when it came out, but I enjoyed rewatching it, and it had been a very long time, I think. And like I, we, we, I touched on with Vickers's character. It's he was definitely very interesting, and in how blatantly awful he was. Like I don't, I don't know why I didn't interpret that the first couple times I saw the movie. But, yeah, I think they do a pretty good job at creating this complex guy. They might not quite earn his turn to wanting to be good. I mean,
1: I still argue that he doesn't.
0: (laughs) Well, I think his, his racism is so just, it's, like, ingrained in him. Like, he doesn't even realize he's racist half the time, I think.
2: I think yeah, I think part of him cares about the prawns in a way, but part of him is also like, well, they're definitely not you know equal yeah, to us. I don't of think course. he cares for
1: them at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I think you can definitely make that argument. Just a couple of things that hurt the movie that I knocked it down half a star. I was at five stars on this movie previously. I just don't think the romance like there wasn't enough there for that. They really pushed the the romantic angle. Uh, it, I, it just didn't land for me at all.
2: Me with Vic, with Wickus and his wife. Yeah,
0: not the alien that they said he fucked. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the only thing that really stood back for me. The action seemed less lesser than, a, a little bit. It's still fun and impressive, and like I said, the popping is great.
2: I think we got spoiled by movies like Dread.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's all a time thing, but I the the opening montage of the movie if you want to call it that where it's the first like 15 minutes plus of the movie i think
2: where it's like a documentary documentary is still
0: just fantastic and the visceral nature of the movie is just great and i wish bomb camp could capture that lightning in a bottle again and maybe he will one day john or lauren
1: i'll just say going off of something Well, I'll start by saying that I really liked the movie when I first saw it years ago. I haven't seen it since theaters. I do still think it's an enjoyable film. I wish, like Ben said something about how um, Charlton Copley does such a good job acting off some, like a character that isn't there. And he meant that as in like it's CGI. And Mm -hmm. I will argue that he's a character that's not really there in the sense that this (laughs) isn't a movie about him it's about this white savior dude who turns suddenly at the end just because he has no other options. And he's like, well, I guess you guys can survive now because I'm not going to. It's like, I just, I don't, like, he's a good character. Shalto Copley does a great job with it, but I hate that this is a movie about him and not the people or the aliens that are Mm -hmm. being just, like, it's a movie, I'm assuming it's a movie that's supposed to somewhat represent or completely represent apartheid.
0: Yeah.
1: And I feel like it should be a movie about the, like, underclass citizens and the people who are just being subjugated and and not be about him as the hero.
0: They give a lot of space. I, I agree they could have given more, but actually I think it's...
1: Like, we don't even know his real name. Yeah. We don't know any alien names or what they're called, like, what they yeah. call themselves.
0: Yeah. You're convincing me
1: going off apartheid and all that it's like Mm -hmm. watching it now i wrote down so many quotes from this movie just about how awful they are and just because like i kept thinking about just everything going on at the border these days and all the comparisons that you can make to it It it's like god this sucks people suck guys
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) white people suck
0: (laughs) I guess that's why the movie does still work. Though I mean that it's so it's still good because because that messaging, sadly, yeah. we we're still forgetting it. I think that's that's why the movie still worked for me uh, as much as its entertainment value. The
1: complaints I have, I still am bouncing between like a three point seven five to four out of five. Yeah. Like I still think mm-hmm. it's a great movie. It's just mm-hmm. I wish it had done more for certain characters. And I will say, that little alien dude, don't know his name, but, like, he's baby group for me in this movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get plot picky, there's a lot of little things you can pick up, but I, it didn't really bother me that much. Like, why did he have, like, Christopher Johnson's plan of giving that to the red dude? Like, mm-hmm. like if this was so, uh, yeah, like, little bits like that.
1: I also just love, it's like, this thing, question, technical question, like, the stuff they made was just that black... Goo was just supposed to be fuel, more or less, right?
2: That's my big thing. It's like how, like I don't understand it. (laughs)
1: Prawns, yeah. (laughs) It's like how is that not the point of the movie? Like you make something. It's like a biological weapon, but it's not supposed to be one. But it's like that's Mm -hmm. such a huge thing to just be happenstance.
0: (laughs) Oh, the one thing I forgot to mention before we jump to Ben, or sorry, John, is the even though they don't give a voice to they could have gotten you could into argue that's it. the
1: point of it <laughs>
0: yeah yeah but i think blomkamp and his like his cinematography and his shots and his script is so empathetic oh, to for the sure. prawns at every single turn that yeah i think you're i think it's more to the point of you know and it is supposed to be told from these white people's making this documentary like angle as well so i think you could argue that Yeah, I agree with you. It would be great to have gotten more, but I think the movie works. What's the word I'm looking for? The context of the movie allows it to be that way,
3: even if we would have preferred it another way. District 10 can be all from (laughs) a perspective. John? Uh, Lauren, I totally get what you were saying about um, kind of the white savior nature of the movie, but I think, like the rest of you said, the allusions to... The current events that are happening at our southern border like the fact that that reference can be so strong and powerful or that illusion can be so strong and powerful years before these events even started happening is a testament to the strength of the I film mean, these things have and been to the themes of the film
1: yeah
3: <laughs> i mean no for sure um but i think part of this movie reminded me of this movie called the war of the buttons which was about which is kind of an allegory for um or not even an allegory, just, but an actual, uh, a story. I forget if it's based on a true story or not, um, between like young, like young gangs of boys in Ireland, Protestants and Catholics who are like fighting against each other. And at one point, um, one of them has to like get taken in by like an opposing boys, like family and like get taken care of and that kind of thing. And it, and, there's all this there's all this thematic progress of you don't really start to empathize with one another until you're forced to occupy a space and you're almost like you have to like be nice to one another because like it's almost as if you're using each other but from that empathy can grow and i think i think the part where i disagree with you is i do believe in what was his character's name? Vickis. Vickis' Vickus. transformation. Yeah. Because I think, like Ben was saying, one, he's portrayed as this character who has always had something to prove. Um, his mom even says he wasn't, like, the smartest kid or whatever. And then he's married to this beautiful woman who actually genuinely loves him for who he is. But then his de- her father is this brooding, sycophantic business or whatever and he has to show his worth to him yeah
1: (laughs) or profiteer
3: yeah and so he's he initially his all the sympathy that he starts to develop and all the empathy that he starts to develop for the prawns is coming from his own experience of being a marginalized person to some degree and then recognizing that in them and then also i think the part of forcing him to shoot someone like i think at that i think people can say people can speak what they can about how they feel about like for i mean maybe i'm talking out turn because i don't know any racists and or at least to my knowledge and i i don't believe i'm racist you live in st louis you know, you know a lot right. of racists probably um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
3: like this idea that like maybe your thought pattern or your your worldview or belief system starts to fall apart when you are forced to physically act upon it in a way that does harm to another person and this almost idea that no in reality no human in their nature wants to do harm to another
1: um let me talk let me bring up the abortion scene where you hear the baby screaming he's fine (laughs) with doing harm to these creatures
0: well, no, d- but John's arguing. Af- it's once he becomes know, I'm infected. Saying, that's the one yeah. time he seems sympathetic
1: yeah. to anything. I don't see it. The rest of the time, he's just thinking of himself.
0: He doesn't want them to. Sh- he doesn't want the military part of guys his progress, to come in.
3: Though. I think I think it's I. I think he definitely starts there, but I think he grows beyond that.
2: Yeah, I think it's that moment of like, because he realizes he's turned into a prod, and then he sees all the shit they go through, obviously through their eyes. Yeah, I don't see that. But I think. But I think that last that last bit where he like the first time he left Christopher, you're just like, you son of a bitch. And then that second time he turns around and comes back with the mech. And like, that's a time that's he could have run and hot. He could have run and like hid and he knew he was going to be a prawn. He, he knew that was happening, but he still came back. who was willing to sacrifice his own safety cuz that's sure how much he didn't want to be a prawn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was still his she only he chance was to get Karen. No, yeah, I yeah think,
2: he I thought he was going to die. He expected
3: to get out of that alive, so I think yeah. It wasn't influenced by the fact that he believed that he could still turn back into a human at that point. I'm
1: just saying it was a moment that didn't feel at all earned to me.
0: I I'm with I'm more with Lauren. I if if the movie would have dropped the subplot of the romance like the fact that his wife still loves him and not had, like you said, not have him turn his back on Christopher Johnson and threaten the life of his child at every turn, even after he, the empathy had started, I could be, the movie would have reached the, where it has for you and Ben, I think with me. And I think those scenes probably would have played a little, I, if they didn't, I get, I know they're kind of doing it partially for dramatic tension, but If they were just teaming up and working together straight up, which they are at times, but then, I don't know, it's also kind of interesting that Christopher Johnson is openly deceiving Vickis at the same time, too, though, you know, like, he's using him as well.
1: I mean, I don't think he is, though, because then even in the end, he's like, I'll need three years to fix it the whole time he believes he can fix him. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he knew, he
0: he like, knew it was going to
2: be three years, he been like, But he
1: said something that made it sound like he actually did the math and figured out that it wouldn't be as quick as mm. he thought it would be. Like, it always seemed, he felt more genuine than, the other, or, than Vickis did to me, like, with his belief. He, like, he I did. thought he was he playing did. him, but I then there's a line that. later that made it sound like, oh, he truly believed he could fix him, like, instantly.
0: <laughs> I thought he was playing him a little bit, because, like, Vickis is the idiot, you know? Like, everybody yeah. realizes he's a dumbass. Who is ignorant and uh, I thought he was, I mean, I think, I think he still had intentions to actually help him the whole time. But I also think he used him to get off the planet first to come back and yeah, save his people. I would, but, I would agree with that. Yeah. And then, but that's interesting. Uh, I didn't even pick for sure, up on that at I just all. think he's yeah.
2: the less selfish for yes, sure. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I'm with you there yes i would argue out of the two main heroes Wickus is probably the shittier there's one. three main i heroes. would argue
1: that the main hero is the trainee from the beginning of the movie who
2: exposes who the agency he's <laughs> like in prison yeah, yeah like, go go
1: man and
3: even if we can talk about that beginning the the way they allude to like this is all actually in retrospect and there's stuff that's happening that like, the way they build up that kind of mystery of, well, what happened to him? And, like, wait, is this guy that who we're supposed to think is the protagonist really the antagonist? It's like, that entire part, that documentary part, was masterful. You don't have to be, a hero to
2: be a protagonist.
3: No, for sure. But just, like, the way in which they kind of create that tension or kind
0: of, yeah, like, flip it on his they
2: made it like he was, like, a bad guy, almost. Like, he was a villain. Like, he did...
0: And like I think they a- might... The movie actually mines some good humor out of that. Like, every time they try to villainize him in the press... Is usually a pretty funny scene in the movie. Yeah,
2: like that shot of uh, him with the prawn, yeah. like on TV, is just like. Jesus, and then him begging okay. with the people.
0: Yeah, everyone running off. Yeah. That's great. One thought I had watching this movie was how the fuck did this mo- this movie get nominated for an Oscar? Like, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It has to be the most left field Oscar movie in ever definitely since (laughs) definitely since they've expanded the field this the year this came out like i get the way it was built you know like you have to get like five percent first place votes to get on the ballot i think that's i don't know if that's what they do now but at some point that's what it was so i can see five percent of the people saying wow this was the best movie of the year but still like for an Oscar movie, like there's no other Oscar movie like like if you were going through watching every single one, you would hit this and be like, What the fuck? Where did this come from?
1: <laughs> was that year? I mean, Avatar was Oscar's.
0: That was the same year.
1: Yeah. A lot of we're doing a lot of White Savior movies, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> before before I forget to go back to it, Zach, I gotta say the the romance for the most part worked for me. Yeah that yeah, didn't bother me at all
0: i think they have chemistry the, the when moment, they're together
2: one of one of the most powerful scenes in the entire movie for me like the the big two uh the first is when his wife the first phone call and she says i don't want to i don't want you to be with me anymore and you can just see how pained wickis is to hear that and just broken it's it's such a such a poignant moment, and
0: uh, Christopher Johnson uh, discovering the experimentations is
3: hits me a lot also, harder. Yeah, <laughs> also, but I will say, I mean, it's to the actor's benefit. He really was the like. Yeah, it's impressive that a CGI character was able to draw out a lot of emotion for sure. But ninety nine percent of the emotional beats came from the main actor, like all from his performance and so that's if for his first like big debut like that's pretty impressive and so i just i yeah, feel I mean, like he is, deserves so much accolades for this
2: yeah this is like a movie that knew its star was just that good and it's like let's give him everything we can to you know let him show what he can do
0: we'll we'll have done four movies from that we should have done five best picture nominees for this year but we'll have done four by the end of the year
2: it's like i What's crazy for me is the first trailer uh, premiered in july 2009 and then the movie released in august 2009
0: yeah that was awesome i do remember that
2: well it's like they don't yeah nobody does that anymore like we get trailers like you know, seven, eight months before a movie drops now. It's crazy.
0: What happened to Blomkamp? Like, why does this movie work and his other movie? I mean, Ben argues Elysium worked for him, but...
2: But there's, I would, I mean, it's like comparing Chappie or Elysium to District 9, It there's definitely a divide for sure. Like, District 9 is one of my top 30 movies ever
0: did he write them?
2: And I enjoyed the other two. Like the other two are good, like three and a half probably, and then three and a half out of five. And District Nine is like, damn.
0: He did write Elysium. He did write. He didn't write Chappie. Oh, he did write Chappie. Okay.
1: What was was Chappie also about? A white guy fighting oppression.
0: Um, it was about uh, a robot ha-ha. fighting back against um. With the Human help of oppressors. some very white people. I don't even remember the premise of the movie. I just remember enjoying it and thinking that the visual effects around Chappie were incredible. And a great performance by Charles Copley.
2: Yeah, Charles Copley plays uh,
0: Chappie. You should watch Chappie. I felt sad for the robot. <laughs> I don't know. What else we got to say on say, District 9? We've been
2: talking
1: about movies with CGI characters not invoking a lot of sympathy or whatever <laughs> just being surprised at this it happens all the time just animated <laughs> in general
0: um, talk about how
1: like i was just reading the trivia it's like it's just i mean speaking from my place of white privilege and living <laughs> in america it's like this movie america. was this movie was filmed in an actual like those were real shacks in a slum it was a yeah. real like it wasn't built for this movie it was a real place that people had been moved out of to go into other government housing and stuff it was like a very legit lauren's on her woke tangent again yeah i know i'm sorry i have to be this person i'm not the best person to speak out of it anyway no no. i know i'm teasing i'm
3: I'm teasing you because like i feel like you're the like no i
1: feel he- like i am the asshole who's always doing it though no 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 <laughs> i feel like you're the most hesitant yeah, because an asshole. You're always, I,
3: su- I support I think, it 100%. I think, yeah i think you're always so Same. self-conscious and you're always just like i should be talking about well, this i'm as self-conscious a white woman.
1: about it because i'm just not well-spoken and not as educated of these things that no, i should y- be girl you it's like you rock yesterday it. i was wikipediaing apartheid because we didn't actually learn about it that much in school at all so it's like like, I don't know as much as I should. Nelson solve.
3: Mandela I mean... and Desmond Tutu solved the key for racism. Um, truth and, re- the truth and reconciliation movement to counteract apartheid led by Desmond Tutu and Nelson Mandela was so powerful because it, it considered the oppressors as not, not necessarily the perpetrators, but if the system is a corrupt, then the people who partake in the system are actually like victims of the system itself as, as well. Um.
0: I think that's what this movie is arguing with Vickis. That's the best case scenario you can make for Vickis. Yeah. Is that he is, um, he, is he is, a product of a a fucked up system and his casual racism.
1: Like, Vickis is going to be fine. As long as he gets to a computer, he can sell those flowers on Etsy for so much money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I think that's actually one of the other really interesting things about the movie is how they 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 allow in the opening segment they allow black people to to put upon the prawns what was put upon them and it just shows how easily mm-hmm. things can rot, you yeah. know, like the sympathies can fade and I don't know if it actually was I, I would actually be curious to know what the reaction to that was in South Africa of being
1: I mean I know this movie is banned in Nigeria or it was. Okay.
0: <laughs> well this movie's not too kind to Nigerians. No
1: but like yeah there was like it was in the beginning moments where they were doing the documentary stuff that i wrote down so many lines like the one that hit hardest i think was just like i mean just thinking about the border stuff right now but it's like some one of the guys who was a black man who said it but he was just like they must just go i don't know where they go but they have to go or something like that Mm -hmm. it's like oh that's a real bummer Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm mm-hmm
0: I'm just like the d de- like they even de the prawn calling them prawns is even yeah. de- dehumanizing them more. Yeah, it's just it's, it's so sad that they, this they is, they so so yeah. like that even, is so
2: fucking relevant still. Like the meeting is so bad. <laughs> and the fact that we don't even get like an actual name for this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's just prawns. We could talk
1: about some of our favorite moments, like as horrible as it was in not to upset PETA, but when um Vegas <laughs> throws a pig at someone when he's in that suit. <laughs> It was one of the best moments ever. Like, I love all the exploding people. And just like every time it happened, it was such a shock to my system to be like, oh, I forgot how gory this movie is. But then he just throws or shoots a pig at someone. It's it's just hilarious. (laughs) And uh, when he catches, he catches the rocket. The rocket? Oh, that That was was such a badass moment. There
3: wasn't a lot of it. It was all concentrated towards the end. But the action towards the end, I actually deeply liked.
1: Mm hmm.
0: That's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, I I remember being blown away by it, and it feels... (laughs) Blown away by
3: it. Ten years later, it feels a little more... Do you feel uh, transformed by it? (laughs) What? Wrong movie.
1: Fine, do you feel mutated by it? Metamorphosized
0: (laughs) by it. I thought he was making a Transformers reference with the mech. No. Okay.
1: (laughs) I was reading um, the trivia for this, as I am wont to do and they were talking about how in like an initial draft or at least when it was being conceptualized there was going to be like a hierarchy among the aliens themselves like there were going to be the prawn creatures and then these other tentacle creatures where one were like masters over the other so it would have been like a slave system within mm. the aliens wow. <laughs> might have been a ha- that was it a, hat been on a hat completely hat there. <laughs> different story i think
0: <laughs> I I be- is that where the nigerians probably came from i imagine they came after that you know like they're like well let's just have some humans that are have kind of taken over and are exploiting these people i could bet that's where that came from
1: yeah uh, i don't remember i didn't like it would be interesting to pay attention to it now but it says that like a lot of the residents in the area were actually residents in that area while the filming was going on <laughs> like they hadn't been moved out yet so it would be interesting yeah, I mean, to every see.
0: time you think you have a bad life just yeah, remember just you think don't. of District 9. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, not, you're not a prawn, so you're all good. And then on a happier note when thinking about District 9, just think about how apparently they made the noise of the aliens by rubbing pumpkins. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I I don't know. I would love to see the video of that just to understand how it actually, like, see it happen and then put it to the audio and be like, that's actually what happened. <laughs>
0: Did they ever use their little hands that are, like, on their chest? I don't think so. That was I mean, t Rex
1: cool, arms. Yeah, it
0: was a cool like stylistic choice, but it, like never became I mean it was I mean, just they're not very practical, comparison but
1: comparison to prawns, because how many legs mm. do they have? I have no idea. Uh... Me neither. I eat my shrimp peeled. I don't eat shrimp. <laughs> how many oh, my <laughs> just Google an you know image? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: It's, it's not easy oh, to count no. though, is it?
1: Yeah. I don't know. There's probably Five. a bunch of them. Oh, okay.
0: Five pairs?
1: Yes.
2: Five pairs of swimming legs. Five pairs of walking legs. Oh, wait,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> now this doesn't are make these sense. guys walking?
2: <laughs> prawns are crustaceans with a shell. Five pairs of swimming legs. Five pairs oh, of Oh, actual prawns.
0: <laughs> you know, wait, the wait. best <laughs> moment for shrimps in a movie is Bubblegum. Happy Feet 2. Oh. <laughs> Happy Feet 2. There's a great... One, it's Brad Pitt and Matt Damon play the voice of the this little shrimp prawn dudes. And then there's a great musical sequence where all the prawns pound on the ice from underneath.
1: It's are great. they are they as good as the slugs in um, Was it Far no. Away? Flushed Away. Flushed, flushed Away. away.
0: <laughs> the slugs are pretty great. I have a stuff. I have, a stuffed, I seen I have it a You should watch house. it.
1: It's or you said you haven't seen it yet. I have not. It's surprisingly it's decent. <laughs> yeah. All right, it was when
0: Arvin did a couple um, CGI movies yeah. instead Ooh, of isn't stop is that one motion.
2: stop motion?
0: No, no, it's made to look kind of like it. Like, they even put, like, fingerprint smudges on the CGI characters.
2: Oh, that's cheap. I don't like that. What? <laughs> no, it's like, I, I I, just, like, I'm okay with it being CG, but I don't I, I don't like the idea of them trying to make it look like that's something like, that takes a lot more work, you know? That, like,
1: is like getting upset for people who
2: CGI and lens flares.
1: They, they were just making
0: a gentle nod. They didn't have a choice. They would have gone out of business if they didn't make... CGI movies. And now they get to make stop motion ones. So, again, what so you're actually saying
1: is they wasted time and money by putting in <laughs> these little smudges. Smudges. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> well, you should watch it anyway. Get over yeah. your gripe of that and watch it. Give it a chance. It's check. worth it
0: just for the slugs it has, trying to get was away. it. Isn't
1: Kate Winslet the voice? Or no, is it. Hugh Jackman's in it. Hugh Jackman in. Is it Kate Winslet or is it um, uh, Rachel Weiss? I think it's Winslet. Flushed Away. Kate Winslet, yeah. Kate
0: Winslet. Interesting. Andy Circus. They've done less movies than I thought. So Ian Flushed McKellen. Away and Arthur Christmas were the Bill two Nighy. CG ones they did. Andy Circus. A lot of good
1: movies. Arthur people. Christmas
0: is a great Christmas movie, by the way,
3: if you ever want to try that one out. The only Christmas movie I ever acknowledge is Jurassic Park. What? Oh. Go alarm.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say watching this movie, um, watching District Nine, it was just I was comparing it somewhat to Carnival Robe because it's a class system on that. And I just think everyone should go watch it. If you haven't read Ben and I's write-up about um, our suggestion box, we both recommend Carnival Row. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. The Inch.
0: <laughs> you guys both finished it?
2: Mm-hmm. It was good. Yep.
0: Did you watch that new one? The animated one?
2: What one? Oh, Dark Crystal?
0: No. The Amazon movie. The Amazon oh, movie. Oh! With the girl uh, from Alita.
2: Yeah. Who has like regular human eyes? This Does
0: she? The they look animated, <laughs> bigger.
2: Well, it's, it's again. rotoscoping. Yeah. but they're still human eyes as opposed okay. to giant anime girl eyes.
0: They her eyes look good in that movie. I just rewatched it.
2: They do. I mean, they look not, fine. It's just why. <laughs> yeah, like it just feels like an unnecessary detail. Rose Salazar. Rose. What was this movie called?
0: It's called Undone or something like that.
1: Undone. But oh, a TV series. If you want yeah.
0: to destroy my sweater, whoa, whoa, yo, that's Lock gonna do it. Watch me unravel. I'll soon, soon be, be naked.
2: i <laughs> the i no, no, the, no, no, the
0: It's spreading.
2: Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <My dad. laughs>
0: um, next week we are five. That was the most back. beautiful
3: moment in the history of our <laughs> podcast.
2: I don't know, Ben didn't join me. I know, you fucking asshole. I may not know the lyrics.
3: You don't
0: know the lyrics to every song on Weezer's Blue Album? Ben,
3: Weezer's Blue Album is the only album I've ever listened to. <laughs> I know songs off the Green Album, I know songs off Pinkerton, but I refuse to listen to any Weezer album. Well, I should really listen to Pinkerton, but the Blue Album was just uh, such a special album for me. I came to it like ten years after it came out, and it still like rocked my world. It's a Are great they album. sellouts, John? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. No, but seriously, like Rivers Cuomo has said that like after Pinkerton was so like, Arduous. so badly received, he was like, like I'm never gonna write a vulnerable song again. I'm just gonna write like pop hits that people like enjoy listening to. But that I aren't got very my deep. hash
0: pot. Ben, I know you don't listen to albums usually. You're more a single guy. You should just... Tonight.
1: Mm. Oh, don't throw that in his face. No, I'm not. I... You'll find someone, <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <He's> gonna... <laughs> oh,
0: no! Oh, no! <laughs> He's gonna find the Blue Album tonight. Just go on whatever thing you've got. Listen to the Weezer Blue Album from start to finish. You will not be disappointed.
2: Spotify, which, you know, we are on with our podcast. It is...
0: Oh, yeah.
3: It is permanently in i don't use my cd player in my car very much but it is permanently in my car
2: Huh. okay i'll give it a listen
3: and it, it i will say it's one of those albums that every now and then i'm just like uh i don't i'm kind of sick of this album and then i'll come back no, to not. it like yeah you're no i'll come back though. to it like a year later and be like what the fuck was i talking about this album's like top five maybe for me
0: <laughs> this seems like classic not an John. album
1: just of covers am i right guys <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aren't they releasing another? Are they released a song to announce that new tour? I think um, we're now a Weezer podcast
3: next week. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo, come on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, what if next I interviewed Rivers Cuomo? Oh, humble brag. That'd be awesome. That'd be you might be
0: up don't for it. Don't
1: mention that I just made fun of their last album. I mean, it you was make fun of shape.
0: it.
3: You just kind of yeah. I don't. Th- I think they would make fun of the album. <laughs> also, everyone should read Dan Ozzy's not his article on Billboard about like the sneak preview show that happened in l a for that Green Day Weezer Fallout Boy show, but his actual mm-hmm. like blog post about it. It's hilarious, and yeah, it's awesome.
1: I just heard their new uh, Green Day's new song on the radio recently. At least I think they said it was from Green Day because listening to it I was like, this is not the green day I remember yeah, apparently they're, they're the trying to
3: change album. things up a lot. Like, I wouldn't
1: say it was a bad song or anything, it's just being heard it, I wouldn't have not, like, had they not said who it was beforehand, I wouldn't have put two and two together. I think I only
0: listened to their last album once or twice, but I enjoyed the, like, throwback sound that they were going for, but it sounds like they've changed things up, I guess.
1: I mean, yeah, I haven't listened to an album from them in, like, decades, so it's been a bit. The,
3: The term I heard used was the beach slangifying of Green Day, which I haven't heard the last Green Day album But if someone used that term, you should just listen to beach slang. Beach slang is fucking awesome.
0: Next week on the podcast, we will be flashing back to 1999 to watch one of John's picks. A movie that hasn't been seen by two of us here. Uh, October Sky. Wait, are you serious? Ben is going to love it, probably, because it's got Jake Gyllenhaal
3: in it.
1: My boy! Laura Dern, Jake Gyllenhaal. I forgot Laura Dern was I the I don't remember teacher. the others. Chris
3: Cooper. Oh, Chris Cooper, of course. The immortal Chris Cooper. I'm pretty sure he's going to die one day. You take that, you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: shut your dirty mouth. I, I'm the... Hey,
1: he's from Kansas City. I'm
0: the other person who hasn't seen that Wait, movie.
1: seriously? Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I look yeah. forward to... How many of the movies have you never seen that I've pre-recommended? Oh,
1: 100%. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because you (laughs) recommend portraits. Wait, let's let's just go through
3: this real quick. A Serious Man. Nope. Eyes Wide Shut. Nope. Magnolia. Nope. Well, you've seen it. John Malkovich. Nope. (laughs) Yeah, but unfortunately my eyes were wide open during Eyes Wide Shut.
2: (laughs) Ooh! That was a good one.
3: Great movie.
1: It was low hanging yeah. Wait, so
3: I'm two out of six on you. How many?
0: What are you on me? Just 10 things I hate about you and this. So that's four for six. Okay.
1: Well, how many of my movies had you seen? Um, Just go through everyone. How many of all our movies? Oh, have do you, you want
3: seen? Lauren? I haven't seen any of your movies. There you go. <laughs> I
0: haven't seen two of Lauren's and one of
3: Ben's. Yeah, I haven't seen. I can't believe we're reviewing Trick or Treat. Why? That's a good Is it movie. really? Okay.
1: Yeah, I remember being under. Amazing
3: movie. Wait, what's the one that you haven't Ben's seen of Ben? Overhype it, Mystery Men, Boondock Saints. Yes. Okay, Mystery Men. Okay,
2: both of those are mine.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's we're trying to figure out. Um, do I have the most pedestrian taste? I have the most pedestrian taste, do I?
1: I mean, you could argue that for well, you do. A you're, lot you're the only us. one
3: who has <laughs> picked romantic comedies every year we've done.
0: This. <laughs> um actually lauren picked up away we go i say
1: away we go yeah kind yeah. of,
3: kind of. <laughs> it's a it's a
1: romantic ish, dramedy of yeah. sorts <laughs> i'm um, saying
3: opposite well i guess not really a comedy i suppose kind of as comedy no.
0: i was gonna
1: say the person dies in the beginning way to rub that <laughs> in again <laughs>
3: next week
0: october sky then trick-or-treat to start off october even though no both of those will be out in october probably And then Joker, which I hear is actually just a straight up horror movie. Um, It's pretty fucked up and scary, I've heard. So uh, I think it's going to fit the month of... I could dig it. And then I think Jojo Rabbit, I just bought tickets for today. It is definitely not going to be out wide on the date that we have on our schedule, FYI. We're going to have to flop that with Micmacs. But yeah, we're still trying to figure out October. It's a tricky month for us. But the next three weeks is those three movies um until next time i'm zach Oldenburg. you can find me wherever you can find at zach Oldenburg, and you can find us at middle we're gonna have a new face maybe writing on there go look at them and uh rate and review the podcast it helps apparently
2: i'm ben grigsby you can find me on letterboxd and twitter at the grigsby bear and you can find all of us on facebook at middle of the row
3: uh, my name is Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at middle of row.
1: And I am Lauren Heimbaut. You can find me on Twitter at beware of trees. You can find us on Tumblr at middle of com. And I am reminding you that just because you're half alien now doesn't mean you can full read alien. Just talking about the mech suit, guys. Forgot to mention that earlier. <laughs> as I do.
0: Thanks for listening. <laughs> Go watch October Sky. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.
3: If you want to destroy my sweater, hold this bed as I walk away.